A new Wall Street Journal poll has President Biden being just as unpopular as former President Trump, which gives a lot of interesting questions going into the 2024 election that we're going to talk about today here on the left wing. My name is Desmond Price, host of the Independent Thought Podcast, joined by my co-hosts, John Cooper of Counterpoint Politics and TJ Whitehead from Power is Taken, Not Given. So quick clip here out of Axios depicting what's happening here with this Wall Street Journal poll. It shows that former President Biden and Trump have identical ratings of registered voters viewing them as favorable and them as unfavorable. Now, why this matters is many analysts believe that so many voters have turned against Trump that it'll be difficult for him to win a general election. But this new poll is finding that 49% of people view Biden very unfavorably just behind Trump's 52%. The one key difference is that Trump's favorability is a dismal 27%, but President Biden's is an even more dismal of 17% who find him favorably. So this begs a question that I want to open up to both of you, because let's just be honest, we are all, I think, a little curious about what's going to happen next year, given the state of our current political landscape. And I think that there might be some disagreements here amongst us as far as what we think is going to happen in 2024. Do you think that Donald Trump is going to win back the White House because Joe Biden is essentially having these really low favorability numbers? No. Unfortunately, Tell me why. As someone who thinks that uh, Biden shouldn't run, that he should step down and let someone else run. And again, I I think, uh, I'll put it this way. I think that Trump's chances of beating, beating Biden are higher than they were of beating Hillary in 2016. And so he can definitely win. I, I'm not, someone's going to sit here and say it's very low chances. But I don't see how Biden has done anything in by at that point it would be four years to like change anything about how that election went the 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 like i i have am less favorable of him but i'm not gonna vote for trump and i don't think anyone who wasn't gonna vote for trump is gonna vote for trump like i i just i don't i think it's just the same thing again and i'll take those odds you know like i i think that anyone any Democrat would beat Trump, and Biden is probably the worst Democrat to pick to beat Trump. But also, I'm pretty darn certain that Biden would lose to anyone but Trump for the reasons of how unfavorable he is. So I, you know, I've said it many times: Biden better fucking pray to God that Trump wins the Republican nomination, or else he's not going to be president uh, two years from now. Yeah, I uh, I mostly agree. I think that uh, Biden definitely defeats Trump. Um, well, he's done it before. And like you said, the people who voted for him uh, last time, those people aren't going to turn around and vote for Trump. I, I, that's, that's, that's not going to happen. But one thing that I wanted to point out about this poll, I went and dug through it. And I think the article uh, overlooked what I believe to be the most important question in the poll, and that is personal likability, as in, like, do you think this candidate is a likable person? And in that poll, in those poll results, Biden had got a 48 percent of personal likability, Trump 31 percent. And I think those numbers are really important because, look, much to our dismay, 
people, uh, the majority of people who, uh, you know, vote in our elections aren't voting on policy. They aren't voting on, you know, uh, vision. They aren't voting on procedures. They're voting on vibes. They're like, pe people say it's a popularity contest. It literally is. Like, elections are just popularity contests. And to bolster my argument, I went back and looked at uh, the last uh, 20 years of presidential elections on this metric of personal likability oh. and in uh october 2016 uh clinton had a 45 percent personal likability trump had 46 now that's a one point difference uh statistic it's a statistical tie i have a hard time saying statistical so the word always <laughs> me up. Uh, a statistical tie but trump was way more uh, embraced by the Republican base than Clinton was by the Democratic base. Like the enthusiasm sure. gap was a lot stronger with Trump. The same holds true in 2012. Uh, Obama had a 50% likability and Romney had a 49, but the same thing worked. Romney had a 49? 49, Mitt, right? I know. Right? White it, hey, look, surprised me too. Romney surprised me too. Wow. Uh, uh, but, uh, but honestly, it, it shouldn't because Romney is kind of like Biden in that he's a just a, a regular ass politician and like yeah okay like biden has a 48 i mean people don't di don't like dislike him and so yeah it's kind of it kind of works the same way but there was only a one point difference but the same thing worked in reverse that happened in 2016 is that democrats loved obama and republicans mm -hmm. were kind of tepid on romney so he lost uh 2008 obama 61 percent likability mccain 57 uh, Bush in 2004, 60%. Kerry, 57%. Uh, 2000, Bush. Wait, wait. Kerry, huh? had, that's even more surprising. Kerry had 57. That's in, that's the crazier stat. Holy crap. <laughs> uh, 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 fall asleep to, to Kerry. <laughs> <laughs> so, see, I remember, uh, I remember in 2004 when uh, Kerry and Bush were running. I remember it seemed like every other uh, news program that talked about the election. The uh, John, I don't know if you remember this. I mean, John, but uh, Desmond, I don't know if you remember this. They would always ask, Who would you rather have a beer with? Do you remember them asking oh that God. all the time? They asked it all the time, and Bush yep. won that every single time. Who and that's yeah. that's the likability thing, and of course, Bush won. And in 2000, Bush 48% likability, Gore 44% likability. So, so listen, like. Uh, it's it's very consistent that you know the vibe that people like, like Trump. Yeah, there's a hardcore group of people that love him, that support him. Like they will they will run into traffic for this guy. But your average American in general, the normie that goes out to vote, don't like this guy. And then John, you 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 made the point that I was gonna uh, make that no like Biden didn't win last time because millions of people went out and voted for Biden. They voted against Trump. And That's true zero of those people are going to flip around and support Trump. So I just don't see any way. And, and Trump isn't gaining any votes with uh, what That's he's done. Not true. Huh? That's no, not I, true. I think I know I'm going to, I'm going to wait. I'm waiting for your finish. No, so like, finish he, he gained votes during his, he gained votes during his term. Yeah. Like he gained, he gained more votes than he had last time. And then, but I can't imagine that there's people who didn't vote for Trump in 20, uh, in 2020, that are like, oh, now I'm definitely going to vote for him now. Like, I think it's going to be the exact same voting base. Okay. So let me just get this out of the way. I voted for Biden in 2020, you know, so I just want to put that out there. No now way. That put, now that I put that out there, 
unless something dramatically changes, Donald Trump's going to win in 2024. I don't think that it's even, in my mind, I don't even think it's it's debatable. Wow. I don't think it's debatable. Bold take. Bold uh, take. I don't think it's bold. I, I really don't. I think it's actually a matter of, the numbers are astoundingly bad for Biden. They really are. Like, if you go through it, like, bit by bit, we have a Wall Street Journal piece here talking about how three quarters of voters say that the president is nearly too old again. That's leaving them to be uncertain about whether or not they want to vote for him. There's a New York Times poll showing here that there's consistent signs of erosion between Black and Hispanic vote uh, who are supporting Biden. That is going down from 2020 to 2024. Significant drops here. There's polls coming out about from Fox News in particular, showing how the Black community specifically is overwhelmingly like going away from Biden and going towards Trump. And I just see time and time again, there's another thing here from like NBC News where Democratic elites are struggling to get voters as excited about Biden as they are. Look, here's the thing. Let, let's talk about this from a, from an election perspective, okay? It doesn't really matter what 35 states in America think about Donald Trump and Joe Biden because their opinions don't even really matter. This is about the swing states. Right. And so let, let's, let, let's go into this a little bit. Joe Biden won Arizona by 11,000 votes. He won Georgia by 16,000 votes. Wisconsin, 20,000 votes. I mean, the, these states were razor thin margins, these states that he won to have his electoral college victory. And to think that it's just a, a given that he would win again, you would have to be doing something dramatically great. And what we're seeing right now in our in our country is really like what does biden have to really hang his hat on i mean he could talk about the chips act that he passed or the infrastructure bill or maybe you're seeing some things with antitrust that you like at the nlrb there's actually a really good thing that happened with that recently uh but you can talk about his 60 billion dollar investment into climate change but most people on the left who care about climate change don't think that's anywhere near far enough what are people really upset about they're talking about inflation High gas prices, the fact that everything's so expensive, the fact that people can't buy a house, the economy for people who are poor is essentially getting worse and worse. And you were talking about this in a previous segment, TJ. It's just like, you know, people who are disproportionately poor, you know, are less likely to be voting in elections. And if the economy keeps getting worse and worse and worse, it's not so much that voters are going to flip from Biden to Trump. It's that people aren't going to vote. Are people in Philadelphia going to turn out in the same numbers they did in 2020? Are people in Detroit going to turn out in the same numbers? Atlanta, Milwaukee? Are people who are really struggling right now financially, or who maybe who also really cared about criminal justice reform, seeing Biden doing nothing about that, how they completely flipped on the whole defund the police idea? It doesn't take that much of a margin in all of these swing states in order for the for the election to be different. We're talking about essentially five or six states that can turn it from Biden to Trump. And I really don't think it's that much of an exaggeration to think that you might have such a depressed voter turnout that people, all the people who are gonna vote for Trump are gonna vote for Trump again, but will all of Biden's voters show up again? I don't know if they will. So many people on the left don't even want Biden to be the president. John started off his conversation that way. And he's not alone in feeling that way. 70% of Democratic supporters wanted Biden to step down. Like he's not a popular president with his own base. He's not going to have the same wiggle room that other incumbents have had in the past. So to just lock it in for him, 
I don't think it's really indicative of this true situation here. I think there are so many factors that might lead people into not voting. And there's also Cornell West being on the ballot that's going to throw a wrench into a lot of these things here. He's might going to get a lot of more of the black vote than any other Green Party candidate has ever gotten before. So he's also a wild card in this factor here. Uh, Desmond, you, you go ahead. Oh, I, I want to go right into that because Desmond, you that was a really good argument, really well structured argument. You you almost had me convinced because almost. I do think there's, <laughs> I do think that yeah yeah almost we'll get back to that almost, but I do think there's a genuine concern that voter apathy will lose it for Biden. Yeah. Because no one really fucking likes them. <laughs> like, 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 no, no one loves it. Like, they, they, just like DJ was saying that, like, yeah, the, the Republican base still loves Trump and the yeah. Democratic base really doesn't love Biden. And that could spell doom for him. However, we have a really clear indication of what voters are going to do on a party line basis here. And that's 2022. Yes. And in 2022, we, like you would usually expect the incumbent party to lose. However, Republicans fared historically poorly given that circumstance in 2022. And I think honestly, the economy's gotten better since then. And even even for, you know, unwealthy people, like there are legitimate signs of economic recovery for 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 people inflation isn't as bad as it was in 2022 like i don't think that it will change much because abortion's still on the ballot as much as like we know that the democrats aren't going to do anything about it your normie voter is still going to vote that way you still have donald trump and the thing you said there isn't going to be unless there's a dramatic change Donald Trump is going to be on the news 24-7 in a courtroom for several months leading up to the election. And I know that there's like, oh, that's going to help Republicans like fire them up. I don't think the average American, I don't think that's going to help his favorability ratings. Right now, Donald Trump is gaining because he isn't in the news as much. He isn't on our TV screens every day. That's going to change in 2024. And that anti-Trump vote is going to get fired up again. One quick pushback about that. His poll numbers have gone up with every single indictment. And if we want to talk about just like past election data, there is evidence to show that Trump, with everything that happened to him, everything over the course of 2016 to 2020, his vote total increased dramatically. He got 60 million votes in 2016. He got 75 million votes in 2020. So I don't think we can just naturally assume that there aren't more Trump voters out there because there obviously was 15 million more between 16 and 20. Yeah. Uh, so I think, uh, Desmond, you weren't close to having me. I'm a little strong. <laughs> just so you know, but I'm ready. Let's, you know, let's talk about so it. So I, I will say this. Um, the, the uh, one thing we're leaving out here is who the people that voted against uh, Trump were. And sure, it was a lot of normies, but the most important demographic, I this is burned in my memory because I was so wrong about this because the Democrats made uh, a calculated decision to focus on suburbs, mainly suburban yeah. women. That right. was what they were gunning for. And I was like, why? Like there's those other people that are closer to your base and it worked. It worked. The yeah. only reason, the only reason 
that Trump lost Georgia was because you had, you know, thousands of Georgia Republicans who voted Republican down the line and did not vote for Trump. It happened all across the state. So yeah. there, like, there's a size. That's what I'm saying. That the, the anti-Trump vote is what's going to happen here. Everything you said about Biden, outside of the, uh, you know, his performance as president, but the whole no one really likes him. People are apathetic about him. They think he's too old. They, all of that applied in 20 and 2020. Like nothing about that has changed. So knowing that, that like the the demographic that like. Those suburban women are not going to like, oh, actually, I do like Trump now. Like, that's not going to happen because, like you said, they are razor thin margins. They are razor thin. Yeah. Uh, the razor thin uh, amount of people that were there are going to stay pretty solid. Uh, that I There could be some voter apathy. Yeah, I guess that, that that could be the case. But I just I am just convinced that people take Donald Trump seriously now and people are they, they saw oh, he actually can win. And they will come out in droves to vote against them. And and polls out, uh, like the polls I side with the likability, I cited those were all from a month before the election. Like a poll right. year before the election, who knows you know, what's going to happen there. But uh, I just, uh, Trump's support is solid, but it's kind of small. And like you said, the states are the things that actually matter. Who cares about the national uh, polls or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. But I can't imagine any universe in which Trump wins Arizona. I just can't. Or definitely not Pennsylvania. I guess Michigan and Wisconsin could be up uh, up for debate, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, I, I'm fairly confident in it. I, I, I'm fairly confident. I, I'm not quite as apprehensive as you are. I mean, look, and also you yeah. guys mentioned like we don't want Biden did say he did say that he was going to be a transition candidate, that he was going to do one term and then pass off to someone else. Of course, he didn't. But who would you like nominate? Like, let's say Biden dies tomorrow morning. Oh, oh, oh man, that, like, that's that's a whole separate conversation. Yeah, hold like, on, hold on. Before we get there, before we get there, hold on now. I mean, I don't think it's I, I still don't think it's cut and dry as you think it is, TJ. I really don't. Mm -hmm. You know, I think the black community specifically. Seeing this Fox News poll is striking to me. He got eight percent of, you know, black men to vote for him in 2020. Trump did. Mm -hmm. And consistently polling is showing now that 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 is like almost like doubling for him amongst the black community. As far as black men are concerned, their support for Trump. If you take out the high concentrated area of black voters in cities like Atlanta and Detroit and Philadelphia, that will swing those states. That will swing those states. The Democrats rely on those cities. They really do. And so you can have all the anti-Trump suburban, like white mom, like vote that's still like, hey, we're just not going to vote for Trump. We're going to vote for Biden. Sure. But are you losing tens of thousands of black voters at the same time? Because again, you won Georgia by 16,000. So if you lose 50,000 black voters, then it cancels out. It doesn't really matter. You're losing the state of Georgia. You're losing the state of Pennsylvania. You're losing the state of Michigan. And so it really is feasible. But to answer your second question, who else should be at the top of the ticket? God help us. <laughs> because I don't have a good answer for that. I truly don't. I know Gavin Newsom has been running a shadow campaign for the most part. Right. He seems yeah. very much like he wants it. It seems like the donor oh, class is somewhat behind him. He's trying to like schedule this debate with Fox News with Ron DeSantis right now. It's very obvious that he's angling for this. And there are still reports coming out that Biden's going to step down. I'll believe it when I see it. No but, chance. you know, Kamala Harris recently was on an interview with, I believe it was uh, CBS and where she said that she was ready to be the president. So 
Yeah, yeah, so am I. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it's, uh, much good may that do you. Have you ever seen anyone squander an opportunity as as much as Kamala Harris? There, my God! Like, I yeah. mean, I started off my podcast talking about the twenty twenty primaries, so it, it's it's a it's still very ingrained in me. But John, I want I wanted to ask your your thoughts on this. If not Biden, who do you think? I don't. Know. <laughs> yeah, the Democrats I... don't have a deep bench. They they don't, and that's that's it's true. Uh, like Newsom, Newsom just seems real slimy to me. Like I, I he's very off putting to me. But Newsom's I'm a... the Democrats, DeSantis. Yeah, he's he's just very. He, he's, he wants he, to sell you a car, TJ. Yeah, he gives <laughs> off that kind of vibe. Yes, and so yeah. I don't like that. Uh, but I don't know. I'm not your average Democratic voter. Like I get same, I get similar vibes from Pete Buttigieg. He seems like you know, like a like a like a homunculus. It just creeps me out. But maybe that would work for a lot of people. I don't know. But that's what it's like. Biden. I think Biden is the best bet. I, I do. Like I, yeah. I can't think of everyone else would be a bigger gamble than him. I think it's it's it's, it's sad, but I think it's true. I don't think I'd I'd actually take the opposite position. I think anyone is better than Biden. Because I think every, I think 10% of Biden's votes is going to be votes for Biden and 90% are going to be against Trump. Yes. And there's going to be against Biden votes, but there there's not going to be, if, if a generic Democrat entered the race at this point, whether Biden stepped down or he died or whatever happened, I there's not enough time to... Republicans spent years building up the hate for Biden, but like it's gonna it's gonna be really hard to build though. up that much hate for yeah Pete Buttigieg or Elizabeth Warren or I I, I hate most options um either for ideological or strategic reasons, but I do think that generic Democrat is better than Biden and generic Democrat beats trump and so does biden I, I, again and i will say this i will say this desmond i was more confident going into 2020 than i'm going to be going into 2024 uh that's fair yeah i agree yeah because i do think that the voter apathy is biden's biggest weakness um but trump is the nice thing about trump is that he's going to give every opportunity to, for people to hate him his, his ability to just get in the news is is gonna get out the vote for the other side um but yeah we'll see we'll see it'll well, get out his vote too but you, you guys uh vote. put this one in the time capsule I, i'm calling here trump will lose by a lot more than he did this like like, like quote me on that like uh, I, that's my i favorite. will, will i will by take, a lot more i'll take the uh, i'll take the opposite what we should bet yeah sure bet? Let's, yeah let's yeah, yeah. Put, put up the stakes you know what like, actually uh, actually guys what if you're watching this right now Put in the comments what stakes we should have for this. Yeah, bet. like I don't yeah. want to do money. I want to do like some like fun thing. So like, I, give me I, a, I, give us suggestions. I, I could be wrong. It does not happen often, but I mean, I could be. <laughs> but you never know. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs>